I'm sharing our B2B marketing playbook that we use at WebChoice so you can get qualified inbound leads for your B2B company on autopilot. Hey, I'm Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com and host of the top 100 B2B marketing podcast, Business Growth Show. And if you haven't yet, check out my weekly emails where I share actual website and marketing tips, podcasts, goodies, resources, and more. Give it a shot over at businessgrowth.email. So today I'm going to be sharing the eight channels we use at WebChoice to drive qualified leads inbound on autopilot. And so you can do the same for your B2B SaaS tech or service-based company. But not only am I going to dive into the eight channels, I'm going to share exactly how you can put them into play for your business to ensure they actually get results, grow your bottom line, and fuel your sales team with qualified leads. The eight channels we're going to be diving into are your website, which is basically the foundation, the base of all of this, SEO, search engine optimization, paid review sites, we're doing LinkedIn organic content, podcast, referral partners, email list, and then lastly, experiments. So let's jump in. So first up, we have got your website, and this is the foundation of your business, essentially. This is where most of your marketing and your advertising efforts are going to send people. So you better be damn sure that it's going to work hard to build trust and drive qualified inbound opportunities to your sales team. It's essentially your very best salesperson. It's live 24-7, 365 days a year. So it can either work super well or super bad. So let's make sure you get it right. So a few key things when it comes to your website is when you're building it or when you're updating it, it needs to load fast. So typically you want your website to load in two or three seconds. So it's not going to annoy people if they're clicking a Google organic listing or if they're clicking an ad or finding on social, whatever. It needs to load nice and quickly. Um, essentially, it needs to pass something called the grunt test. So as soon as someone lands on your website, they should know exactly what you do, how you help, and how to learn more or get in touch within a couple seconds of landing on your homepage. So you need to clearly define exactly what you offer or the problem you fix, how it helps people, maybe have some social proof, some testimonials, reviews, and such, and then guide people to either book that demo, book a call, or learn more or explore your services further. So the, the whole part of this above the fold before people scroll part on the homepage is to kind of give people that little taster, get them, give them that clear understanding and, and, and prompt them to dive in to learn more. Common mistakes people make with B2B websites is they design for themselves. So they design for their own ego or their team's ego or their CEO's ego, rather than crafting their website for idle clients. Because ultimately, it doesn't matter too much what you want to see. It matters about these target clients we want to attract and do business with. So we need to make sure we're designing it around them. So I have got some useful resources that dive into this in a lot more detail. If you search for either on your podcast channel or on YouTube direct for Sam Dunning, seven must-have B2B website pages, I dive into the main pages, which I believe make a B2B website after it interviewing hundreds of marketing and business leaders. And those tend to be home about service pages, pricing page, contact page, and then the thank you page. I mean, essentially, to give you a snapshot, people want to go onto your website, clearly understand what you do, how you help, problem you fix, check results, so see proof that you've helped other clients achieve the results they want to get, check your pricing, check your within budget, and they can afford what you do, and then 
reach out to sales. So book a demo or book a quote or whatever that step of your sales process is. Another useful video or podcast you can check out is called Build a Powerful Lead Gen Website Step-by-Step Guide. So if you search for Build a Powerful Lead Gen Website Step-by-Step Guide, Sam Dunning, you'll find that video or that podcast where I guide you through how you can research and design sites to attract idle clients, some of those key pages, how you can do really good customer research, how you can build out the key pages, making sure it's mobile, tablet and desktop friendly, and also making sure your website actually builds trust and converts effectively. So those are a few best practices for your B2B site. And with that, let's jump into the next one. So number two, we've got SEO, search engine optimization, getting your website to that all important top spot in Google's first page on their organic non-paid listings. So you can ramp up that trust, that brand, most importantly, website traffic. And if your website can convert well, then those inbound sales opportunities. So at WebChoice, we've got a bunch of keywords on page one. So for example, web development company, we're up near the top. B2B SaaS web development, we're right at the top, page one. And at SaaS SEO solutions, we're right near the top as well, as well as well as a bunch of other relevant web and SEO ones. So there's a few main ways that you can really nail SEO. And one of the kind of core initial things you should do is keyword research. So if you want to know more about keyword research, we've got a bunch of videos on the YouTube or on the podcast if you check past episodes. But some main things to consider are that the core focus should be the high intent search terms. So in our case, that might be web development company, B2B SaaS web development, SaaS SEO solutions like I just shared. What are those high intent keywords that your prospects will search? Ideally long term, long tail rather. So If someone types that they need your service right there, right now, i.e. X is the offer company. So that might be best proposal tool, best proposal solution, or best sales enablement tool, whatever is super relevant, targeted, and specific to your offer. So going after those first as bottom of the funnel opportunities, and then also thinking of things higher in the sales funnel. So if people have questions around your offer, if there's common problems that get brought up on sales conversations, also going for those that are slightly higher, slightly earlier in the sales process and thinking about how you can attack those with your content. So nailing keyword research usually comes first, then making sure you're building out your website. So you're building dedicated pages. So rather than trying to send everything to your homepage, you're having a dedicated page for each of your main services each of your main key features, a page for each of your main key geographic locations, um, and essentially building out your website to be as useful resource as possible to your target prospect so they can find what they need nice and quickly. It answers their questions around the offer. It handles objections. It shares pricing if relevant. It builds social proof, reviews, testimonials, case studies, video client reviews, accreditations on different review sites, and all that good stuff, and of course has clear call to actions. You want to do solid technical SEO, so making sure the website loads quickly, making sure it works smoothly on mobile, tablet, PC. You're doing good technical SEO with your heading tags, your metadata, your page titles, your image alt tags, following best practices all around. And then once you've got what's called good on-page SEO that I've just run through there, then you're also building links. So with SEO, if you're in a very niche category, you could rank your target search terms nice and quickly because there's not many competitors. But if you're in quite a competitive space, the chances are you're going to need to build quality backlinks to juice up effectively these pages. Some quick ways to build backlinks are building partnerships 
building content with complementary companies. You can also guest on podcasts and then build out relationships, build out articles together and get links back to yourself. And of course, many companies still pay for quality links. Um, but like I say, there's a lot of other videos on the channel around building links, on-page SEO and keyword research. So be sure to check them out. But organic SEO, the reason it's so great, the reason we love it so much and we do it for our clients and ourselves is like I say, over time, it'll build up your credibility, build up your web traffic, it means you might be able to lower your ad spend and you can attract high value prospects for those key services you actually want to drive inbound for. Coming in at number three, we've got review sites. So if you've never come across these before, we use one called Clutch, clutch.co. They are super good for tech service-based companies. But if you're in the SaaS space, you might use one called G2. You might use one called Capterra, or there's another one called Trust. Trust Radius. So there's a bunch of ones in the tech, SaaS, and service space. And the reason these are good is because they aggregate so many companies. They're so full. Uh, they're basically a huge directory aggregator. They have a ton of content, a ton of resources. So they rank super well on Google. So for example, with Clutch, if you Google web design company, these guys are just under position one. So they rank super well. They get a ton of traffic. And the reason a lot of companies like ours and service tech SaaS companies go onto these sites is because you can have a free listing, but if you pay for a sponsored listing, so you get put near the top of these rankings, companies will find you. They'll find you through SEO searches. They'll send you to the site, and essentially it drives a ton of traffic to your website, um, meaning you can drive inbound on the basis that your website can convert. So this gets us pretty much a lead or so a day. We currently spend at the time of recording, I think it's around... 2k usd per month to drive this additional source of traffic to our site but they're also good for building trust so we send a lot of our clients once we've done a good job on their project to leave us a detailed review um, so you can see we've got 25 or so reviews so people can check out case studies look at detailed reviews look at some of our work so these sites like i mentioned clutch g2 capterra or Trust Radius, or there might be another one that's relevant to your B2B sector, are great because you can build trust with the reviews, but you can get super good Google rankings. You can get a ton of traffic to your site if you pay for those sponsored opportunities. So it's worth speaking to one of their reps, speaking to perhaps friends or contacts that are on these, seeing the value they're getting out of that because they can be a great additional way to drive traffic and inbound. At number four, we've got LinkedIn. So if you're in B2B, you should be on LinkedIn. There's no excuses. It is the biggest social media platform for B2B. The organic reach of the posts, the content you put out is still stupidly good. It's an awesome place speaking from experience to build interest in your offer, build trust, build your personal brand, build partnerships with other companies that you can work with on collaborating on projects and drive inbound opportunities and promote your stuff, whether that is your services, whether it is your podcast, whether it is something else. So let me share a few best practices and guide you to a couple other resources that might be of use. So one of the main things to that I recommend doing first when you get on LinkedIn is sorting out your profile page and essentially thinking of your profile as a lead magnet or a landing page. So just a few best practices is setting up your banner so it has a call to action, maybe your website link, maybe it says exactly what you do. So ours says custom websites and SEO strategies that generate leads and sales, DM me to learn more, and then a picture of my ugly mug. And then we've got a profile pic, so having a professional picture of yourself is smart. 
Then you've got your name and a tagline. So I just put co-owner at WebChoice and explain what we do. Um, moving down, you've got a featured section. So this is where I recommend you put a link to your website and a podcast or a guide so people can quickly flip to that. And you've also got a new thing just under your name, just under your name tagline, where you can put another CTA, another call to action. So again, you can put a link to your website, uh, the book a call page, or maybe your podcast or whatever resource you want to send people to. And then you've got the about section. So the about section is really where you want to put the copy and build out like landing page. So I focus on the problem that we fix. So in our case, a frustrated competitors are above you on Google organic search. Is your website failing to convert? Are you tired of competitors stealing your reach and your clients from Google? Let's fix that. And I share how our services attack that. So perhaps leading with the problem you fix, how your services fix those problems, maybe sharing a link to reviews or a testimonial. And then at the bottom, call to action so how people can actually reach out. So those are a few simple. And then lastly, on your page, you can have some client testimonials. Those are just a few quick, snappy basics. But I do have a detailed guide. So if you search Sam Dunning, how to generate inbound leads on LinkedIn, simple three-step process. That's how to generate inbound leads on LinkedIn, simple three-step process. Type in my name, Sam Dunning. You'll find that YouTube video summary in depth and guide. Now, a few other things. Once you've sorted out your profile, if you're new to LinkedIn, posting comment might posting uh, content might not be the best move. So what you probably want to do to actually build up some kind of following is commenting on the feed. So using the search tool to find potential clients, potential prospects, connecting with other industry leaders, and essentially trying to steal some reach on their posts. So whether you comment on their post with an idea, an insight, a thought, uh, a new perspective, or your opinion on something. So over time, the whole point of kind of content and commenting these strategies are to drive people to your landing page. Um, so people can actually can check out what you do and then eventually when they're ready, get in touch. Things to consider with LinkedIn is it is a long game, so it can take months to build up your credibility. You do want to start by finding relevant people that you can connect with, whether they are prospects, whether they are in a similar industry that you can add comments to. And then once you're ready, one of the main ways to, as well as commenting in the feed, is to actually post content. So actually, this is where in my opinion anyway, the riches are in the niches, so going niche. So in my case, I share daily tips on websites and SEO, whether that is stories, whether that is answering common questions that I get on sales calls, whether that is clips to a business growth show podcast, whether that is funny memes that are relevant to SEO and websites, whether it's best practices, talking about experiments we're running, all those kind of things I share day in, day out with image posts, text-only posts, um, with video posts and more. So each time people are seeing me in the feed, they're getting reminded of what I do. And as and when they're ready to discuss a project, you're top of mind. So that's one of the way, main things I think of LinkedIn, staying top of mind. So if people are constantly seeing your content each day and you're providing something of use, whether that's entertainment, whether that's education or value, you are staying top of mind. So when they need your service, they should check you out and reach out to you. Um, but yeah, like I say, check out how to generate inbound leads on LinkedIn, simple three-step process. That's a much more in-depth video and podcast that will give you some ideas. In at five, we've got podcasting. 
so podcasting not only is it great fun not only is it a great learning curve especially with my podcast business growth show b2b marketing and demand generation podcast it's also a great way to build trust credibility and drive inbound over time which we'll dive into a few best practices i've found is to keep the title relevant to the niche that you operate in and also include those keywords in the title reason being is it helps it get found by prospects that might be searching for a podcast in your industry so you can actually get searched and found by people so that's why i've got business growth show then the hyphen b2b marketing and demand generation podcast so it's easy for people to actually find it so there's two plays that you can do with your podcast so one play is to use it as almost a lead gen tool so you can invite potential clients that you want to do business with perhaps from target accounts maybe prospects that are in the sales pipeline already or maybe existing clients that you want to expand their accounts with so it's a great relationship builder so you can invite them onto the show perhaps to a 30 minute episode and you can talk about their area of expertise obviously ask them insightful questions do a great show and after it's done you can send them a guest kit maybe it's got artwork for the show maybe it's got promotional video clips it's got the links to the episode on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify etc so you've built up that relationship and then maybe when you finish recording you just say something simple like yeah keep in touch for x service if you ever want to discuss it let me know or maybe you ask them a question um how are you handling x today and if they say oh it's actually something we're not considering or maybe it's something we're interested in doing next quarter then you can say would it make sense to have a call so just something subtle something simple like that can be a great way to get your foot in the door and build relationships with target prospects the other way you can do it so i do the the episode route with our show and also do the a solo episode route so with solo episodes what you can do is basically showcase thought leadership towards yourself or your brand so talk about your area of expertise. So in our case, I do episodes on common questions we get around websites and SEO, but you can do the same for common questions in your industry, um, FAQs, common problems people come to us with, and also a bit like today's playbooks and experiments. So over time, it's building that credibility. It's showing that you know what you're talking about. And over time, people will reach out for projects if you think of it a long-term mindset. A quick way we do ours is guest episodes we record with a tool called StreamYard. So we record them live on LinkedIn, and then we produce them for YouTube, the audio podcast channels, Apple, Spotify, etc. We chop them up into video clips, so our producer does that, and we also make artwork. So there's a ton of replay value, so you can get them uh, not only on YouTube and the podcast channels, but you can repurpose them with a video clips under a minute for YouTube shorts, for TikToks, for social media, so posting them on LinkedIn, as well as your guests, doing a blog post, and doing a transcript so there's a ton of replay value with the podcast not only is it a great business tool to build credibility build brand drive inbound over time but it's also really good for repurposing future content ideas and more so yeah certainly recommend that as one for your b2b co in at six we've got referral partners now this is something i overlooked for many many years but having partners in complementary industries so not direct competitors but any complementary companies that can supplement what you do. So to give you an example, at WebChoice, we tend to focus on B2B web design and development, SEO, and we do some paid search. That's, what, that's our focus. We don't want to deter too far from that because that's our core offering, what we're great at, what we drive results. Therefore, 
Anyone that asks for things outside that, we try to build out partners we can refer them to that we trust, that we know, that we like, that can do a good job. And in return to those partners, we ask them to send anything outside of their remit that we do our way. So for example, if anyone asks me about LinkedIn ads or whenever I think it's a good fit to a prospect or an existing client and they bring up LinkedIn ads, I will recommend a company called Impactable. I know their CEO posts a ton on LinkedIn, a guy called Justin Rowe, recommend following him on LinkedIn, posts good stuff on LinkedIn ads, as well as a guy called JD. Anyway, uh, so whenever someone mentions LinkedIn ads, I do a direct intro to them on email if the client or prospect's happy with it. And likewise, whenever they speak to someone needing websites, SEO or paid search, they send them to us. Um, and likewise, we do similar for people needing video work and other areas. So think about all those areas that could complement your business. You can research people on LinkedIn. There's a bunch of other channels. Perhaps you've already got existing clients, prospects, friends, contact, contacts, and more. to so find out those services because it's essentially free leads, free growth. And that's the thing with, with a B2B business, you want to think about all these free areas that you can tap into to drive more clients, drive more business, drive more growth. And referral partners is something, like I said, that I overlooked for many years. So have a good think about that. Start putting in a plan to tap these, tap these up, make the connections. And in the next six, 12 months, you'll see some decent growth from that, just like we have. In at number seven, we've got building an email list. So this is something I started probably about a year or so from the time of recording now. And in terms of how we've actually built the list, there's a few ways. One was when I was speaking to prospects on calls, I'd ask literally if you wanted to join the list where I send a couple emails a week with actionable website SEO and B2B marketing tips. Um, secondly, which has been quite useful, I'll dive into in a sec, is when any prospects in the sales pipeline that didn't go ahead for whatever reason, I'd add them onto the list. Or thirdly, it was from a guide that we put out a while ago called the No BS Guide to Website Lead Gen. That's the No BS Guide to Website Lead Gen. So when someone downloads that guide, we explain they'll be added to the weekly email list. In terms of what I send out, there's a few things, kind of actionable tips, website SEO. If I have good performing LinkedIn posts, I'll tweak those a bit, add a bit to them and send those out. Um, also new podcast episodes up at a quick description and an image a uh, few things i found useful on emails to make sure they actually hit the inbox and don't get flag flagged as spam as much is to go for plain text where you can i try to only include one image and only one link in the email itself whether that's to a page to a contact form depending on whatever i'm trying to do with them most of my emails are value-based um so guiding people to a podcast episode i.e. a recent episode on the show that we run, however that's sharing a valuable tip, a new insight and experiment running, and the other thing is you need to have an unsubscribe link in the footer. So yeah, that's just a couple of things I found useful. Um, in terms of actually business generated, how I found it's been most effective is as a reminder. So as I mentioned, prospects that I've talked to or perhaps didn't buy at the time, added to the list, over time they're reminded of what we do, we're being educational, we're being helpful, we're trying to be entertaining at the same time. So a reminder of what we do, and if they do need our services in the future, they reach out. So I've had a couple deals go over the line just from reminding people a couple times a week and staying top of mind there. If you want to check out my email list, it's businessgrowth.email. At number eight, the last strategy is running experiments. This is something that's actually really fun to do that I find. And the reason it's worthwhile is because if you keep your business marketing 
on a straight line if you just keep doing the same things that you're doing what's to say that one channel might drop whether that's maybe all your business comes from linkedin but the organic reach suddenly drops or the algorithm changes maybe google ads shift the goalpost and your ad results suddenly go down or your seo rankings tank or whatever happens if you're experimenting with new channels maybe every month or every couple of months you've got resources you've got some budget assigned to that you can see what channels work and then increase those after an experiment of three six or nine months and you can drop and learn most importantly from the ones that don't there's always takeaways to be had so for example web choice i'm experimenting with youtube shorts at the moment and i'm also repurposing them onto tiktok to give that a good six month or so experiment it's not really any extra work as i just chop up solo episodes on the podcast or guest episodes and stick those on to the shorts with our producer we're also trialing cold email with the company at the moment to see how that goes over a couple months and we're also trialing cold outbound so cold calling again to see if the time investment plays out against the return so yeah setting some resource and some budget to experiment on new channels and you want to go in with a hypothesis so you want to say, look, the chances are our target B2B clients are hanging out or using this channel or receptive to this channel. We think we can achieve X within three, six, nine months. Setting a dedicated idea of what you think the outcomes will be. Setting a dedicated time frame, budget and amount of resource to it. And then going in with some ideas of what positive signals look like. I, if we get a decent amount of views, if we get some good feedback, maybe if you start a podcast and you get some good feedback from your idle clients, maybe you post the video clips of the podcast on LinkedIn and you get some nice comments saying, this was interesting or I learned this and you're getting good feedback. And then signals with the podcast might be after six months, you've released one episode a week and you've got a couple inbound inquiries from the people enjoying your solo episodes or a couple demo requests. And you know that that's a strong signal to keep it running. So yeah, set some time set some resourceful budget for the experiments as they can be super, super beneficial to keep your business growing. And there you have it. If you enjoyed this new style of content where we share what we're up to, our experiments, our results, so you can learn it and put it into play for yourself, let me know. Drop me a message on LinkedIn. Just search for Sam Dunning or drop me an email direct. Hello at webchoiceuk.com. And then perhaps in the future, I could share experiments we're running in detail. I could share openly our revenue numbers and what we're planning in terms of growth and how it's going and any other ideas that you guys want to see. So with that, drop us a quick rating or review on Apple Podcasts if you did enjoy or a quick subscribe on YouTube goes a long way and I'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. Are you tired of the competition stealing your potential clients and website traffic just because they rank higher than you on Google for the main services or products you offer? Or maybe you're already investing in SEO or marketing, but your website's failing to convert your hard-earned visitors into a steady flow of qualified sales leads. Or perhaps you already work with a web or SEO agency, but they're just not getting you the results they promised. Let's fix that. Get in touch with us over at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com. Mention the podcast and set up a call with Sam to see if we can help you with the results today.